BRICS invited major oil producers to join the bloc this week in a move that could actually challenge the actual world order and, well, challenge the US dollar's dominance. But the bulls are out there buying the greenback on expectation that the Federal Reserve President Jerome Powell won't soften his tone regarding Federal Reserve's monetary policy tightening despite the softening inflation in the US. So welcome. This is Swiss Coast Daily Market Talk. So there has been a very important development this week, BRICS, where you actually have the world's major and the biggest energy-hungry nations like China and India actually invited five countries, which happen to be the world's top oil producers like Saudi Arabia, Iran, United Arab Emirates, Egypt, and Argentina to join the bloc. So that's obviously quite a huge move because that means that the world's biggest oil producers and the world's biggest oil consumers will be forming a league within which they are not necessarily willing to invent a gold-backed common currency, as they said this week, but where they will clearly and certainly be willing to settle their trade terms in terms of member state currencies. And that's very important because the Chinese yuan could be a good candidate. The Indian rupee could be another alternative for exchanging goods. And why not? You know, the Russian ruble could also do the trick. So this is obviously a very, very important development and a very important step towards weakening the petrodollar, which is the outcome of an agreement back in the 1970s between Nixon administration and Saudi Arabia to trade oil exclusively in terms of US dollars in exchange for security guarantees from the US for Saudi Arabia. And since then, well, OPEC has been selling its crude oil in terms of US dollars. And if we happen to shift towards a new world order where oil and energy are no more traded in US dollars, but in other currencies, well, that will be a major, major blow to the US dollar as a base currency or a reserve currency. And that could also have major, major implications for the US economies while exploding national debt that the rest of the world would certainly not be willing to finance anymore or as much as today and the risk freeness of the US treasuries and US assets. But we won't reach that point tomorrow, I assure you, because first, China and India should well end the conflict at their border. Second, a political alignment of emerging market countries with China and Russia is, well, much less evident than it sounds and some of them actually and especially India is certainly not willing to make the US an enemy. I mean, you know, the Prime Minister Modi is the first foreign minister to address the US Congress twice in the history of the United States. And also keep in mind that many, many investments today that leave China go towards India. But something is clearly cooking in the EM kitchen and it's definitely, definitely 
worth watching. Now, of course, if you expected the US dollar to weaken and to tumble because BRICS are now enlarging their alliance with major top oil producers, well, you were probably disappointed this week because the US dollar actually did extend gains to the strongest level since the beginning of this summer as traders positioned for a hockey speech from the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell today at the Jackson Hole meeting and I will come to that very, very shortly, but the crude oil actually also traded water yesterday between the $78 and $80 per barrel range on the back of slowing global demand worries. As this week's weak PMI numbers both in Europe and in the UK and in the US added to the slow China worries and the slow China narrative. But despite the downside pressure in oil prices, if the $78 per barrel level, which is the major 38.2 percent Fibonacci Natural retracement on the latest oil rally holds tight. Well, we could actually see a rebound in oil prices toward the $89 per barrel level in the next few weeks. In the currency markets, well, the stronger US dollar was mostly due to a positioning before Jerome Powell's speech, as I said earlier in this show, as the economic data released yesterday in the US was rather, well, mixed really. The data actually showed a lower than expected jobless claims in the US last week. Well, that was really, you know, adding to the worries that the US jobs market remains tight while durable goods orders fell more than expected by analysts in July. But cool durable orders rose slightly more than the expectations, more than the estimates. So, the rally that we saw yesterday in the US dollar sent the euro dollar below its 200-day moving average, which stands near the 108 mark. And the next bearish support in the euro dollar stands at the 106.15 level, where the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement level would be decisive in keeping the euro dollar in the actual positive trend or just letting it slip towards the bearish trend in the medium run. The dollar yen, on the other hand, is back above the 146 level and it is right now at waters where investors and traders could actually expect a direct intervention from the Bank of Japan, given that the negative effects of a too, too soft Japanese yen is something that the BOJ would well, certainly like to avoid moving forward. And indeed, if you compare the Nikkei 225 to the dollar yen, we clearly see that a weaker yen has not pushed the Japanese stocks further up since the beginning of July. Now, of course, the common denominator of all these FX moves in the market today is, as I said, a stronger US dollar. And that, despite two Federal Reserve members saying that the end of the Federal Reserve's monetary policy tightening is certainly near. Because Boston Fed Susan Collins said yesterday that we may be near a place where we can hold the interest rates for a substantial amount of time. And on the other hand, Philadelphia Fed's president Patrick Harker said that the Federal Reserve has probably done enough and it should actually keep the interest rates at restrictive levels and just watch the impact of this tightening on the US economy. And while looking at the Fed projections, the Federal Reserve's median interest rate showed in June that the Federal Reserve could actually increase the interest rates just one more time and stop there. But pricing in the market actually suggests that the Federal Reserve may already be done 
with its interest rate hikes and just, you know, we'll stop here. So future contracts show no more interest rate hikes from the Fed at this point. So this is where we are right now. So we will see if Jerome Powell will shake that expectation today. Bond investors are particularly, but I say particularly focused on whether the Federal Reserve is willing to lift the neutral rate, also called R star. So this is a rate at which the economy neither slows nor speeds up or whether it will lift that higher. Any hint of potential upside revision to this neutral rate could actually trigger a further bond sell-off, even though Jerome Powell has made clear that the Federal Reserve itself doesn't know where this hypothetical R-star rate stands. But one thing looks increasingly plausible to me and to everyone out there, and that's what Bullard. So Bullard of the Fed, who has been one of the most popular hawkish voices at the heart of the Federal Reserve and who will be actually leaving the Federal Reserve. Well, so that's what Bullard said. And that's the probabilities are that we are in a new regime that will be a higher interest rate regime. So that also means that we will have a higher neutral rate regime, whatever the neutral rate is. And that's also best for Biden as well, because inflation is one of the most effective ways to, well, deflate debt. So this is all for this week. I'm Ipek Özkardeşköy and thank you for joining me today and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again next week and until then good day trading and have a lovely weekend.